You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Thursday, we're getting closer and closer to Mardi Gras here in New Orleans, but we got a weird day in the NBA to talk about first. We are going to look at Anthony Davis, we are going to break down an Instagram post and all that comes with that. We've done that a couple of times here, as unfortunately, that's just how things work. I want to take a look at Danny Ferry leading the team. Good choice, bad choice, should he be there for the long term and how realistic is that? And then we're going to talk about this offseason and say, hey, What's going to be the first domino to fall? Are we expecting an Anthony Davis resolution earlier or later? And I think it might be later, and it might depend on another player. I don't know if AD is going to be the person that kind of kicks things off. I'll tell you what Kyrie Irving said and what it might mean for the league and the offseason. So let's do it in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So you know it's 2019 when we're kicking off the first segment of the podcast today talking about social media and Instagram and likely people reading in a little bit too much into what they're seeing on there. So I don't really use Instagram, but I've been alerted to a post from Anthony Davis on there, and it's a picture of him at Walt Disney World while they're, I guess he's on vacation and everyone's kind of taking a break from the team before getting back, I think, today is maybe when they're practicing. Let me take a look at the emails. Yes, they are practicing today, kind of back with everyone before uh, coming up for their game on Friday. Their first practice back, I believe, during the All-Star break. And you have Anthony Davis tweeting this out the day before. So the fact that he's in Florida and at Walt Disney World is not a big deal because most guys are on kind of vacation right now. But what is interesting about this is not in the caption, which just says, thank you at Walt Disney World for having me and the fam. Had a blast. By the way, this was the best ride yet. LOL. It's the picture of him in front of the Hollywood Tower Hotel. I'm assuming that's a ride. Is that the Tower of Terror now? I think it might be. Um, there. And people are kind of, I don't know, upset over this, I guess, and wondering if AD's being petty towards the Pelicans by posting a picture of him in front of the word, uh, the building, a ride that has the word Hollywood in it, Hollywood, Los Angeles, and him wanting to go to the Lakers. So is this a subtle shot at the Pelicans? First, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not the hippest 32-year-old that there is out there, and I could not tell you. But this is, I don't really think there's, even if it is, I don't think there's much to see here with this. You know, we know he wants to go to the Lakers. That's kind of the big thing. If he wants to kind of take shots at the Pelicans, like, so what? They didn't trade him there. They're going to trade him where they want to trade him to based on the return that they want to get. What, you know, even if he's being petty, what does it mean or what does it accomplish is maybe the better way to put it. Nothing, just like kind of saying he wants to take a shot at New Orleans to take a shot at New Orleans. Like, okay, I don't, I don't really care what he thinks um, regarding all of this. And I will say, if we're, while we're sticking on the Instagram theme here, 
it was funny, and I didn't mention it in yesterday's podcast, where they asked him what's he going to do, you know, once he eventually leaves New Orleans. You know, some people take out like an ad in the newspaper, they they get a billboard or something. He said, I'm going to do what everybody else does. I'm paraphrasing here. Everyone else does. And I'll post a nice heartfelt message to them on my Instagram, which is, like, is that going to make people feel better knowing that a nice message from him is coming on Instagram? That was a weird comment too. So we're reading too much into this. And frankly, if it, it is being petty, it doesn't really matter. Maybe it also just was his favorite ride. Like, I don't think we need to read into every little thing, but also people are bored throughout the day. And I'm talking about it here. So maybe there's something to it. I think the more interesting thing is what he's wearing. So he has this kind of little man Percy thing he always brings around. And like, I don't judge people on what they do. And if a guy wants to have a purse, like go for it. I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, so I saw people comment on that. It's something he actually wears to the arena a lot. You got to have a place to put your things. The bigger thing here is the hat that he's wearing. He's wearing a red hat with a like cartoon image, a caricature image of his own face on the hat that he's wearing on his own head. That is the weird part of all of this to me. Not him posing in front of the Hollywood Tower, the Tower of Terror, whatever the hell it is. It's him wearing a hat of his own face. You know, we had LeBron wearing the Kermit and the T hat or shirt hat, I think. The Ultimate Warrior t-shirt was being worn by him or someone else. This, those make sense. This is like a different level. Like, who wears a hat of themselves? Uh, though I will say, at the Duke-UNC game where Zion Williamson only played 33 seconds and blew out his shoe, there, President Obama was there in a bomber jacket that actually looked really cool and had the number 44 on the side, like on a patch on his arm, which I think is kind of cool. So maybe people do wear things of themselves on their bodies. I don't know. I don't have a hat that's got my face on it, so I haven't worn it. That's the weird thing to me in this. I'm not looking at anything else. I think we're reading too much into that. But the hat of his own face, yeah, don't get that one. If you need more in-depth NBA news than digging into Instagram posts and reading way too much into them, of course, that's going to be the Locked On NBA podcast Monday through Friday, bringing you everything you need to know around the association. So make sure you listen and subscribe to the Locked On NBA podcast. So the offseason, we're expecting plenty of fireworks movement for a guy like Anthony Davis to another team somewhere, wherever that might be. Kyrie Irving's going to be a free agent. Kevin Durant's going to be a free agent. Is Bradley Beal on the block now that the Wizards likely need to completely redo their team and maybe go into the tank for like four years? Is a guy like Damian Lillard potentially going to be available as well? What about Klay Thompson too? All of these things are up in the air. It could be a very big and exciting offseason, except... We don't know how it's going to go, and this is one of those things where it might really start to be a holding pattern, which then potentially delays an Anthony Davis trade as well. So we might not get the quick resolution to this that maybe we're hoping for to make this all go away because I think this is starting to really wear on people. And it gets a little bit more interesting when you listen to what some of these guys have said recently. Bradley Beal said he's not going to ask to be traded. Kemba Walker is potentially a free agent too, by the way. You also 
also had Damian Lillard recently come out and maybe throw a little bit of shade at Kevin Durant, at Anthony Davis, and some of these other guys and say he doesn't want to team up and create a super team while winning is very important to him. Kind of other things are too, and he wants to stay there in Portland and try and win with what they've done. So no moves likely going to happen on his part. And then you had the drama with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant over All-Star Weekend. You could see Kyrie around him all the time. They were laughing. They were joking. They were having that kind of conversation where you kind of turn and try and hide your back to the camera so that people can't hear what you're saying. And he was asked about this at a pregame thing or something. Maybe it was Celtics practice and basically got very angry and defensive when they asked if he wanted to pour any kind of cold water on this, which he easily could have done. He went on kind of this long tirade about basically how the media, this is stupid. It doesn't really mean anything to him. So why should he do this? And he seems to get frustrated with the media pretty often. And it does seem like a lot of that is kind of of his own making. The fact that he just doesn't want to say the easy thing that kind of gets people to leave this topic alone. And by engaging this reporter, whoever it was, in this kind of back and forth. And you really got to read it. It ends. It has a quote in there where he looks at the reporters like, is the internet real to you? And it's like, wait a second. We got really deep here and we're like in a kind of rabbit hole that you weren't expecting. He seems to hate this speculation about all of his future and what it means and what it might not mean and people reading too much into it. But he also says it doesn't bother him and he doesn't really care. I think you can see that's a little bit contradictory. So this offseason, do you think he maybe makes a quicker decision to either, a, either re-sign with the Boston Celtics or head to another team a la the Knicks? Or is he just going to kind of hole up, take his time and let the media like dangle and kind of freak out a little bit over all of this? And I'm not sure. But I think Kyrie might be the first big domino to fall. Everyone seems to think Kevin Durant to the Knicks is done. I don't know. I think he could re-sign there with the Golden State Warriors. But, you know, and it also might depend. He doesn't necessarily want to go to the Knicks, and then the Knicks don't have anyone else that they can get. We don't know how serious they are in trading that potential number one overall pick for Anthony Davis, or if it ends up with, like, the fifth pick or something. Is that really the move you want to make when other offers could be on the table? So, given even that that's a complete unknown, you know, if if all of a sudden the Knicks are going hard after Kyrie Irving thinking that that's the key to Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant's not going to want to go play on the Knicks by himself, maybe they then sign or go after Kyrie Irving first. That maybe then depends on what they do for Anthony Davis and if they offer up Jason Tatum and all of this. So it's really going to be a lot of kind of influx and people not sure of what to do. And I wonder if Kyrie Irving's the big domino, the one that needs to fall first. If he resigns, Boston's going to go hard after Anthony Davis. If he doesn't, what do they then do? And I think that's a big question. And so knowing how he hates this media and you know, trying to read the tea leaves with it. I don't know if he's going to make a decision sooner or rather than later this offseason. And maybe that leaves this kind of hanging over New Orleans head for a while as they don't know what move to make or what's going to be on the table or if they can get better offers. And this drags out further, which I think no one really wants. So we're going to see how this goes. But I think it might be Kyrie Irving, actually, that's kind of the key to this offseason. But of course, we'll see as we get closer and closer to that date. So before we get to Danny Ferry in the final segment here, I do want to say that I've just been informed by my girlfriend that the Hollywood Tower is actually the best ride at Disney World 
in her opinion. She's been there a lot and used to spend a lot of time in Florida. So maybe Anthony Davis isn't trolling, isn't being petty, and actually just thinks it's a really fun ride. My girlfriend says it is flat out awesome. So make of that what you will. Just saying, again, I think we're reading a little bit too much into Instagram posts. So Danny Ferry, this is a name that since he became a consultant for the Pelicans has kind of been maybe tipped by a lot of people and speculated by a lot of people to eventually replace general manager Dell Demps. Well, we're finally having that be a realistic option here. So what do we think might happen with Danny Ferry taking over either a president of basketball operations role or whatever that title is going to be. We're just going to call it that from now on to make it easy or the actual GM role. So first and foremost, you can have those two people potentially be the same person, I think, and just report directly to Gail Benson. A guy like Ferry likely would want to have full control over the organization. He famously had that in Atlanta, which led to him clashing with one of the minority owners who'd been a longtime person involved with the team um, and is partially one of the reasons that kind of led to his ouster. The other part, of course, which you have to bring up when talking about Danny Ferry are the very insensitive remarks he made regarding Luol Dang. The, you can look that story up you want, but essentially what he said was someone wrote a scouting report that on a conference call he read verbatim from the scouting report, basically saying that he did not write that scouting report, someone else did, and it had those insensitive remarks about Luol Dang, which we don't need to repeat here. Ferry said he didn't mean any of that, he just read it, those aren't words he would use to describe anyone, it was an unfortunate situation when talking about a guy that they wanted to sign. Going th he stepped away and was on a leave of absence from the team. They did multiple investigations. Basically, nothing came back that he has a history of racism. And the in-house investigation that they did by a local law firm in Atlanta cleared him of this. It sounds like the league office cleared him of this uh, as well. And you had multiple people in and around Atlanta, civil rights leaders, mayors, things like that, also clear him of that. And the league also, to the point, pushed for him to potentially become the general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks when they were looking, and his name got brought up in that. And Luol Dang, of course, forgave him and has moved on from it as well. So I think hopefully we're past that. Uh, if you're Danny Ferry, I don't know what players might think about it or potential free agents, things like that. It can still have an impact on it, but he's been with the team for a while and you haven't heard of any issues with it whatsoever. But it's something that needs to be said and something that's never going to completely go away. So... That out of the way, Ferry has had, has a very good track record in the NBA, first with the Cleveland Cavaliers being their GM before splitting there amicably and mutually, maybe not amicably, given that their owner, Dan Gilbert, has yet to employ a GM on a second contract, and Ferry ended his tenure a little bit early there, I believe, but took them to the playoffs consecutively, made their first NBA Finals ever, had Anthony, oh, not Anthony Davis there, LeBron James, swung some big trades to kind of retool those rosters midseason to keep them competitive. And then he left, went back to the San Antonio Spurs where he played for a little bit, won an NBA title there as a player in 03, 
um, and worked in the front office with general manager Dell Dams, where apparently they've become very good friends. Ferry then left to take on that full control role over with the Atlanta Hawks, leading them to a 60-win season, the first overall uh, seed in the East, and basically some of the best years there, and made kind of dramatic changes, trading Joe Johnson away and a couple of other moves, signing some key free agents as well. His track record is very, very good. But this is a guy who would want full control. And if the Pelicans want to split it up into two separate things, he might not be okay with that. I think he'd want to be the one calling all of the shots. He's a guy, though, that could come in. And if you give him the full reins to everything, which he kind of has right now a little bit, would remake the franchise from the bottom up. This is a guy who wants to step in and bring in new trainers, invest in equipment, who wants to beef up analytics. He's one of those guys that kind of loves all of that. Though The Pelicans do have decent analytics team there, too. He's going to look at everything with the organization, not just the player management side of it, but game day experience, other things like that, and kind of remake all of that. Some of that wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing, but you've got to wonder if that might kind of rub up against some people wrongly in a, in a bad way in the Pelicans organization, or if they want to make those type of sweeping changes, game day experience and all of that. Also, as I mentioned yesterday, and I'm going to repeat here because this has been said to me a long time ago when he was first brought on, and then everyone speculated, well, why don't we just fire Dell Damps and hire Danny Ferry? was that he doesn't want to replace Dell Demps. They are such good friends that he would feel uncomfortable about taking the job that his former friend had. And that maybe keeps him out of the running. I've also heard some rumblings that he just doesn't end up wanting to kind of take the job here in New Orleans and maybe wants to wait for a different situation that he's going to, he thinks it'll rehab his relationship if he comes in fixes the ship, writes the ship, and leaves it in very a very good spot or makes it a very appealing job with some of the changes he makes over the final 30 games or throughout the final 30 games of the year here in New Orleans. Maybe he does make some staffing changes, make some tweaks to things now that he's in charge of all of that for the next foreseeable future, I guess is the way to put it. And if this job looks really appealing and everyone's kind of clamoring after it and he doesn't take it, he's the guy that kind of made it like that. He, he's the one that left it in good hands. And I I think that's an appealing thing for a guy that you could then hire him to wear whatever job he wants. And maybe that's kind of what he's angling for. So we'll see. He's a good option and it's not bad to have a person like this. And frankly, even if he doesn't want it, but he's willing to advise on the search, that is a great thing to have as well. So we're going to see how this goes. I'm I if gut tells me no you, you won't see Ferry here next year at least in kind of any official role more than the consultant he is right now maybe he stays that way for the, for another year but I don't think you're going to see him as the GM or president of basketball operations with this but we'll see there's time as all of these things we've been talking about that you know we've got to kind of wait and see. So that's kind of the mode we're in here with the Pelicans. But the good news is we're going to be back to game soon. That means we get back to previewing things and talking about things on the court and some of these young guys. And we'll have more on that in tomorrow's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So that's going to do it. You guys know what's coming the rest of the week. We'll have some more stuff next week after that. Still a lot to talk about here in New Orleans with this Pelicans team. We will hopefully get an update on Anthony Davis if he's going to be playing or not, or if he's played his last game in a Pelican uniform very soon. So, as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We'll be back with you all tomorrow.